Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Merv Hughes Fishing, the podcast from mypodcasthouse.com. Podcast that's all about uh, having a bit of fun fishing, finding out where fishing's uh, uh, good around Australia, and uh, our host, find of course, out. is Mervyn Gregory Hughes. Thank you, Kevin. Sorry to jump in, but also find out how easy it is to get fishing. Like last week, we were talking about fishing on the Gold Coast, yep. and, and also... Um, Noosa, yep. around Noosa. Uh, well, we weren't, but you were. Well, <laughs> the rest mate, of us well, were, but you were. Gold Coast, yeah, <laughs> yeah Sunshine Coast, whatever. What but, but how accessible fishing is. And we're going to have a talk to Peter LeBlanc today yep. um, from Harbour and Estuary Fishing Charters, Hawkesbury River. Now, Ooh, about an hour, hour out of yes. Sydney, hour and a half out of Sydney, yeah. comfortable drive. Well, we've, we've been well, there. that's from camp. the airport too. Yeah, Kev, there's two, two rules of thumb when you're driving to Kangaroo Port north of Sydney. Yep. On a Saturday Sunday, it'll take him 40, 50 minutes. Just get the high car from the airport and away you go. Yep. Coming back 9 a.m. Wednesday, we'll take you two and a half hours yep. back to the airport. It is horrendous. <laughs> However, the fishing is worth it, the Jewfish, and that's what we're talking about today, Kev. Jewfish, yeah. Kingfish, is the, Flathead, yeah. Brim. We haven't talked a lot about fishing in New South Wales in the uh, no. in the eight or nine episodes of this uh, particular podcast no. that we've done so far. Is is it a good destination? And, and is oh, this great where we're talking today the, the best no. place to, to go to? Oh, there's a lot of best places to go there. Okay. It depend, right depends what you're after. <laughs> yeah. But um, there, there's a difference between... About fishing. Yeah, but there's, a des, there's destination points that if you have your own boat, yeah. you oh, can okay. go out yeah. fishing. Point. Yeah. Um, so here um, you can go up from Sydney, be taken out for the day, yep. half a day. You can be uh, on a houseboat and organised to go from a houseboat and, and Peter will come and pick you up from the houseboat okay. as, he did, did. as he yeah. did with us and um, chasing, well, we, we, we got some um, soapies which are juvenile uh, mulloway, uh, got some flathead, got some brimmers bycatch, chased some kingfish yeah. uh, and then we had an absolute ball. So the versatility of the place and it's pretty well sheltered do isn't it, to be honest? Kevin, was this one of those spots, it's... Can't wait to get back there again, Spot. Yep. Look, we re- refilmed yep. the show there last, last. I think it's October because you picked the Murray. Yeah. I bet the Bansdale Cup winner. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of a footnote. So, so Sunday was a great day when we got from the airport to Kangaroo Point, the big yeah. fella got us onto a 10 to 1 winner. No. Um, but number just, nine. Just, you know, I know what number nine, Kevin? It was a toppy, wasn't it? Because that's what I wore at Werribee. <laughs> <laughs> number nine. So, uh, yeah, so the Jewfish <laughs> around that northern, northern Sydney area is just, just renowned. It was fantastic. But New South Wales in a whole, whether you're north, up in you know, Yamba, those sort of areas, Ballina, or even down south on the Sapphire Coast, the state holds a lot. It's, it's a great fishery. Yep. Yes. Is that the best fishing close to Sydney when you get uh, in terms well, of Sydney close Harbour. to No, no, close to Sid, Sydney, Sydney, the Harbour. city. Sydney Harbour's close to Sydney. <laughs> Here he goes. <laughs> He's back on his looser comment again. <laughs> I've I've seen Sydney Harbour. No, but the, Sydney, Harbour. Sydney Harbour. There's not a lot of fishing goes yeah. on in there, oh, is there? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, it's a good good brim fishery, yeah, and good, at times good mulloway. Yeah, there's, there's yeah. a little bridge there, which is a very very called, strange name it's called. I think it's Tom. Called Fugley. the Sydney Harbour Bridge. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I walked into that one. So which, <laughs> I'd be a terrible boxer. We talking about Hawkesbury or Sydney Harbour? Well, Kevin sort of says about no fishing right in the heart of Sydney. You can they get great salmon and kingies in the harbour? Okay, but also just. Little backwaters around near Botany Bay as well, and um, you catch great, great jury in that, in that system as well. Right. But going north of Sydney to to Kangaroo Port and Patonga, yeah. all those little areas, right. just great, great fishing for Jews. Yeah. All right, we'll talk to uh, Peter LeBlanc 
from uh, Harbour and Estuary Fishing Charters about uh, fishing on the Hawkesbury River. That's coming up next here on Murphy's Fishing. On Merv Hughes Fishing, uh, our guest uh, this week is Peter LeBlanc from the Harbour and Estuary Fishing Charters. Go, Pete. Good mate. How are you? Going well, thank you. Peter, how are things? Mate, awesome. Oh, that's good. You've been busy or the weather sort of shutting you down a bit? Mate, we've, uh, we've had our periods of, uh, of bad weather, but um, as soon as they disappeared, we've been going out and you know, getting, getting to make some fish. It's been good. Now, what we've got to clarify too, Jase, is Harbour and Estuary Fishing Charters in on the Hawkesbury River, New you South can, Wales. Can you report pit water yeah. the whole nine yards? Yes. It's great fishing. So great, great fishing, fishing and uh, spent a bit of time with uh, Peter last series, so series yeah. four, um, yeah. out on some, some dewfish, put us on some kingfish um, at the wrong time of the year. <laughs> uh, still got us a kingy, which yeah. was my first kingfish, um, which good. I really much, much appreciated. Now, fishing for you on the Hawkesbury River all year round? Mate, yeah, all year round. Um, we go up and down the Hawkesbury River and... and I mean, such a big waterway. Yeah. Um, we go up and down there and can go and catch bream and flatties and, and flounder and whiting and those kind of things. And, of course, um, you know, as you guys found out, if you put out the baits and, and give it a couple of days, you can still pull up few fish most of the time, you know, around the the, uh, the months where the water temperature seems to be, you know, 14 degrees or above. 14 degrees or above. That still <laughs> sounds a little bit chilly for me. But, um, and the the mulloway, uh, so the jewfish, uh, are they a, a still water fish or are they a, a, a water flowing fish? Mate, they tend to be up this way. They tend to be one of these fish that like to uh, actually get into the slack water. Yeah. Um, when it's actually absolutely raging, so it's either behind structure or around a point or something like that. Um, and they'll stay out of the way of the strong current, and you know, if anything gets in front of them, they'll eat it. Um, as soon as that uh, current starts to, to back off a little bit. They uh, they get out there and get amongst it and go to their feeding grounds and that's uh, when we run into most of the fishes around that uh, period of time where it's starting to change. And Kevin, this Hawkesbury River Kangaroo yep. Point oh. where it's pretty much based, this is the mecca. Like if you get onto the um, the Jury, this is this is the place to go. There's a fair few schoolies which we sort of found out. We got well, safety schoolies, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so, so, but pretty much we were every every drop. We're getting some we're getting some brim amongst them as right. well, Kev. A few flathead. So it was yeah. just a, a good crossroad. While while you're targeting the the dewfish and they were juvenile dewfish soapies, um, basically the bycatch was sort of flathead and, and some good bloody brim. Yeah, kilo, kilo brim. But but Merv's, Merv's brother-in-law, Sean McAllister, he came with us. And when we were having a barbecue each night, we still threw the rods out. So we're on the bank. Yeah. Just, just doing what blokes do, having, having a barbecue and a quiet one. Every time a rod would go off, we'd die for it because there's, there's no filming. The, the camera was put down and every mm-hmm. time a rod – and I was lucky enough to get the first hook up. Inside 10 seconds, I dropped it, so I copped it. But then half an hour later, another rod went off, and of course and, – And, of course, Jason was a little bit shy because he dropped the previous one. <laughs> yeah. right. So he didn't want to drop still, another I was still one. crying, so Sean yeah. beat me. He dropped it. We, 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 we told, told him it was, it was a jury, but Sean claims it was a oh, stingray. It was a stingray. But but this is this is common for your for your neck of the woods, isn't it, uh, Pete? Just just the Jewies, it's just, just a renowned area. It is, mate. And, um, and you know, it, like you say, it's got to be one of those areas where they're going to actually congregate. It's no good going out in the middle of somewhere and having no structure, etc., and expecting to catch them. So, but uh, like everywhere up around Australia, if you if you've got areas where you can go and target them, um, where there is structure, and as I said, then there's slack water, or like you guys found out around Kangaroo Point, and up around Bar Point, and those kind of areas up or through there. Um, you know, you just got to fish the right tides there, and you know you generally get amongst the fish. Well, yeah, the the right tides and uh, the deep water holes is is what you put us on. Now, 
Mulloway, to me, it seems to be a more night fish. Um, so do you take night charters out or are you just strictly day charters? We do most of our charters during the daytime yeah. and you'll be surprised at how many decent trees you do actually catch during the daytime, Merv. I mean, there are periods where, the, you know, yes, for sure, you you know you can go out there and catch them um, during the night time and, and um, get them more prolifically um, but um, and, and in shallower water. Um, but most of the time when we're finding bait fish and you've got all those kind of uh, planets all lining up for you, you know, we, we do catch a fair amount of them during the day. Well, I, I love all the theory because it's <laughs> like I, I quite often get get told that G-fish, you can only catch them at night. But I, I would say that they were, well, prevalent on the tides. Yeah, that's so right. So yep. when the tides, so if the tides are changing, if the tides slack and it's low in the middle of the night, they're going to bite there. If the tide is slack and low in the middle of the day, that's when they're going to bite. So I, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And and the other thing too, tends to be as well is if we've got the sun coming up or going down, and there's going to be a tide change um, in that within an hour of the tide, you know, uh, sorry, the sun coming up or the sun going down, um, it's a, one of those days where you mark you've got to go fishing. Um, and another thing that we find when we're going out there when we're on the water, if we've got the winds blowing from the west, for instance, it tends to be a bit of a problem up and down the Hawkesby. Um, and as soon as they start changing around, where it changes around to the south, for instance, mate, the fishing changes from being very difficult to, oh my goodness, look at what's coming through. So, so what's been your your biggest you've seen up there on charter, or you've actually caught yourself, Pete? Mate, we've pulled on charter many years ago. Not it wasn't in the horse. It was out in Broken Bay out there. It was, um, you know, it was over thirty kilo. Jeez, <laughs> that's a big fish. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a lot of. He was, a, he was oh. mate. He was a big fish. We had him on the side. The guy released it. Um, I mean, how long ago it was? It was before digital cameras. So it's been a long time between drinks. But, you know, fish, but, but, but more recently, you know, fish, fish of 105, 106, you know, we tend to pop up a few of them during the, you know, the, the on season. Um, and then, of course, when you're out there fishing, you know, in the warmer months, uh, you do tend to run into those bigger ones too. And, of course, you know, if you, they do find structure, and of course you're going home and you wonder whether it was a, like you guys, a ray or a shark or a jewfish. Or, Don't tell yeah. Sean McAllister. We've, we've, we've hung him out yeah. the drive. But what is the best technique, you know, uh, your your personal experience to catch a, a, a big jew, Pete? Live boat. Mate, yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's changed his name to Pete. And <laughs> Sorry, Pete. <laughs> you got the floor. Um, uh, up the up the up the horse up there and and around to where towards mouth the the baits and stuff do change as you go up the river. It's such a big river system. Yeah. Um. You know there'll be some parts there where you'll catch uh, herring quite a bit as, um, when you're around the boat and what have you. And they're the thing to use. Whereas out towards the mouth of the river, a lot of the time with the yellow tail and squid and and mullet when they're on their run, of course. So it all changes. Um. But what I do tend to find is that uh, in some areas there's um uh, eels and other things that are going to play around with dead baits, so it's a lot better to use live baits in those kind of situations. And then in the other areas um, that I'm going up where I took you guys, for instance, last time, yeah. um, it tends to be that little area where uh, you can use it catching the herring or you can still get yellow tails and mow it and everything else, get up as far as that, that point. Um, so, you know, as long as it's something out there live and then if we're fishing the bottom half of that river system, we tend to like to have a, a big live squid that we'll actually kill um, and put out a head or something like that, you know, a, a big head um, that's nice and fresh 
Um, it's an awesome bait up around and, the, and the mountain. What do you, what do you call that sort of bait? That's a, a Jason Kennedy bait, the big-headed <laughs> one. Isn't I knew it was coming. Um, listen, we're talking to Peter LeBlanc from Harbour and Estuary Fishing Charters on the Hawkesbury River. Um, there's a couple of ways you can go about this, isn't there? Get hold of him, just go up for the day, or stay on the houseboats yeah, as, yeah. as we did. Uh, luxury of float houseboats. Yeah, yeah. and um, yeah, just give him a call, set it up so... Uh, you have a charter, you'll just come and pick you up from the houseboat with it every hour and take you now. What we've been talking about, Mulloway, the one I want to have a talk about is, is a kingfish. Because we did some downrigging in some deep water in virtually where, where all the, all the boats are. At pit water. At, at pit, pit water. water. And, you know, so, Kevin, this mate, is... you're in and out of boats that are Ke- just anchored really? up. Yeah. Kevin, it's also known, this is probably what you, you might know it as a summer bay. That's where they film, yeah, yeah, film yeah. home and away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It knows nothing about fishing, but knows where summer <laughs> bay is. <laughs> Ser- I've got a television in my house. Seriously, Peter, this is the crap we've got to put up with the Murphy's Fishing Podcast. He knows where Summer Bay is. Now, I want to have a talk to you more about the kingfish. What, what's yeah. the best time of year to get there and target solely kingfish? When we're getting the big ones through here, what tends to happen in pit water is that we, uh, we get left, left with uh, large kingfish in pit water of, uh, in the winter time. Um, they are a lot harder to target. They don't eat as often. Um, and there's not, you know, it's not big numbers of fish. Yeah. Uh, but the size of the fish tend to be a metre and over. Um, and as you saw those areas where we're actually try, uh, where we're trying for them, uh, the areas don't tend to change. It's just a matter of um, being lucky enough to get them in the right spot so that yeah. you can get into the boat before you get smashed off. But there's, you know, certain baits, and for instance, at this time of year right now, right through until oh, September, October, Cuttlefish is the best bait to, to use, little live cuttlefish yep. that we catch around pit water. Um, and once again, covering ground, uh, using the downriggers tends to be a lot better and find a lot more fish than what you do just trying to anchor up and trying to trying to catch them elsewise. Once once you start getting past uh, October into November and December, we start to have another run of fish that starts to come back inside pit water. Um, once again, they start to be the larger fish first, and that's after the currents just change around offshore. And it starts pumping uh, back down from the north. Um, we get a run of fish that comes in then. And once again, they tend to be about the fish around the 75 to 80 centimetres. And then once November, um, November starts to disappear into December um, and January, we start to get all those uh, what everyone calls rack king fish, which tend to be the, you know, the ones under 60 centimetres or 65 centimetres. Mm-hmm. So um, for, the next, for the next six months, you know, from October onwards, we tend to get that run of fish in pit water, and, of course, we get them all along the coast as well. Well, the thing that I – well, downrigging in, in pit water, where all the boats are moored up, how deep it was there? I, I didn't think it was going to be as deep as it was. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, it is quite deep deep water. We've got, you know, 45 and 50 feet. That's um, yeah. right there, and that's that's on the shallower side of the channel. It runs up, so yeah. um, like you said, you know, you, you do get quite uh, you know deep water for what for where we are and how far we are actually are fishing offshore, and like yeah. you said, how many boats are around the place through there. It's, it's quite amazing. And Kevin, when you're fishing in that depth, it's best to use mm-hmm. a downrigger. Now, Peter, just a quick one, hypothetical. I'm coming up to the Hawkesbury area. Um, I want to contact you for a charter. How do I go about that? Mate, a couple of ways. Um, the best way is get on the phone and contact me on zero four one zero six triple three five one. Otherwise, you can get us through our website of www.estuaryfishingcharters.com.au. Um, click on the contact us button and send it through. Otherwise, I've got PL Fish Fingers at bigpond.com that you can contact me on as well. And it's always good to have a talk to a person first to see what their targets are going yep. to be. So then we can try and um, you know do an appropriate charter for you. Well, I'll tell you what, Peter. There. 
Uh, when we're talking about the Mulloway, Jason was very excited. And when you mentioned fish fingers there, you should have seen how excited Kevin got. <laughs> like, seriously. I thought bird's eye was actually a fish, a type of fish. I didn't realise it was a brand name. Um, Peter, thanks very much for your time. And um, to, if, if you want to go fishing on the Hawkesbury River, you could do a lot worse, can you? Oh, he's a bloody ripper, Kevin. Yeah. Good on ripper. you, Pete. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. We hope we talk again soon. Thanks. Well, I hope we see you soon, Pete. <laughs> yeah, there you <laughs> go. See you very shortly. Cheers. Peter Levonk joining us there from uh, Harbour and Estuary Fishing Charters uh, here on Merv Hughes Fishing. All right, so it's estuaryfishingcharters.com.au. We can give Peter a buzz, uh, as you heard then, on his number, 0410 And the good thing about talking to him, actually ringing him up and talking to him, is finding out um, what's best suited for the time that you're there. Yeah. So if you're booking now, you're going up in middle of September, yep. um, early October, you can say to him, listen... We're novices. Is that where the Hawthorne um, supporters are going up? Is that where yeah, they're going much. up? Well, yeah, we're, okay. we're going up. We're going to the end of August. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you can say, listen, we're novices. What, what do you think? Or if you know what you're after, you can say, listen, we want to chase kingfish. It's the right time of the year. Um, good time. Tides. They can check the tides and all that and away you go. And it strikes me uh, in talking to Peter that uh, whether you're me or whether you're you, both are catered for. So yes. if you're, if you're yeah. the inexperienced person who just wants to have a, have a look around Which have, is have me. a bit of a fish. Or correct. the fishing guru like yourself. Correct. Exactly uh, what I was now, thinking. Now, i got to tell you, we were up there filming for Series 4 for the TV show. Yep. And one of the funniest things I, I, I reckon I've heard, and uh, Jason no, Kennedy. Sean's a bloody Very, very funny. Man. Took, took the brother-in-law up there. Well, the ex-brother-in-law, but that's another story. Sean, block your ears, mate. So Sean McAllister, beautiful bloke. Listen, if you're thinking about getting engaged, if you're looking for a wedding ring, mate, seriously, go and see this Sean McAllister. He is a dead-set superstar, and he'll look after you. Tell him Big Murph sent you. Ask for your 50% off. See how that goes for But the most keen, the most eager fisherman of all time. Man. So we get up there on the, the Sunday afternoon, Sunday night. Um, we get into the house, and as you do, like we've had tea, had a couple of beers, and, and Jace is rigging up the lines. And light line, we're going out um, after Flathead Brim and, a, and maybe the odd um, Dewey, so we've got heavier gear for that, but yeah. doing the light gear. And if you've tried to tie knots with light gear in dim light... <laughs> Very, very tough. Four-pound lead on oh, the four-pound yeah. braid yeah. is slot yeah. cotton. On so the that's about two kilo. Okay. okay. <laughs> so we're sitting there, and we're sitting outstairs, and I'm a big help. I'm sitting back with a beer, I'm sure watching you are. JK, just yeah. making sure that he like supervising. Yeah, because mate, what you Merv Hughes fishing, you don't tie your own knots, do you? So <laughs> yeah. JK's doing it, <laughs> that, mate. That's the way it works. <laughs> so we're sitting there, and Sean, can I do anything? Can I do anything? And JK's, oh, this light, how serious? He's taking his glasses off. He's putting his glasses on. Oh, I can't see. Gee, and Sean, can I do anything? And JK turned around to Sean and said, how good's your eyesight? Yeah, 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 what do you want me to do? Go and grab me a beer, will you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor Sean. Oh, you should have seen him. Just crestfallen he was, just head down. Yeah. And I was sitting back in my chair, grab me one while you're there too, will you, please? Bloody great. Hope. But Hawkesbury River, we're up on the houseboats. Yeah, um, luxury afloat. Luxury afloat houseboats here. Absolutely fantastic. Um, if you haven't been on a houseboat before, they'll give you a run through. They can even take you out, anchor you up, um, and then go back in so you're on the water. Yep. Um, but uh, very self-explanatory. They've got a map of no-go zones and all that. And like we said... If you're into your fishing, you can fish off the houseboat or 
Uh, if you want to do something a little bit more specific, um, give uh, Pete LeBlanc a call and he'll come and pick you up from the houseboat. Just find out where you are, come and pick yep. you up, take you off fishing for the day. It's like the Uber Eats of um, <laughs> the fishing world. It is. You might even change it to uberhistoryfishingcharters.com.au. I don't think so. No, but that's, uh, that's how you contact him, 0410-633-351. Harbour and Estuary Fishing Charters.com. No, well, the harbour isn't on the .com.au. Isn't it? It's just sure? Estuary Fishing Charters. And fishing. No. We'll try them both and see here you go. <laughs> You're way too much time on your hands, haven't you? Yeah, well, yes. we've got, And we've got none left in this podcast, right, okay. so you can't talk any more rubbish. Uh, cheers, guys. Thanks for listening. Quick update on your arm. Oh, yeah, God. no, it's good. Yeah, yeah good. It's good. Now you've got two of them. Don't worry. Yeah, you know, mate. Um, full movement and uh, you know, lifting back in the gym, lifting like 140 kilo in the bench press. Is that? Yeah, yeah all right. Um, that is Merv Hughes Fishing. We'll see you next time. Liar. I did a push-up. Yeah.